Ooh. You guys heard Big Booty oh, Mix? Does. No. <laughs> Do not know what this thing is. Big no. Booty Mix is something that came to me during COVID. It's two DJs called Two Friends. Okay. And it's literally just like they're mashing up songs. It's essentially a massive mashup. Wait, that's so funny. I was just listening to Girl Talk. Like Girl Talk's re- exactly revisiting. The same. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. White Panda. Was that a thing that you guys I don't, were aware of? I don't know. So I was listening <laughs> to another podcast and. One of the hosts was talking about berries in Toronto and how he was hearing the craziest mashups. Like, uh, who sings "Sweet Child of Mine"? Uh, Era, Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. So it's like Guns and Roses and like Aerosmith. Is Aero what Swift. I almost <laughs> said just then, which is rough. Wow. <laughs> Wait, Aerosmith or Aerosmith? It's Aerosmith. Is the band Guns and Roses wrote the song? Okay, got and it. Aerosmith is a Nike is a technology. They're <laughs> singlets. <laughs> That's oh, pretty bad. Lord. You can't okay. escape it. That's God. fun. I know I you cannot. Myself. Okay, so Guns N' Roses mashed up. Anyways, with... it was like a mashup of Guns N' Roses and like the the Killers. I want to oh, say. Sick. Nice. And so I was like, oh damn, that's actually pretty tight. Maybe I should play that in my Barry's class. And then he was asking his co-host, who is a DJ, like, what does he think a real mashup is and like mm. a quality one, like. Who, who like put out a quality one and then he brought up Girl Talk and I was like oh shit I forgot about Girl Talk they were huge yeah is it they he or is was, it one sorry. person he I don't know it a it's a guy I was listening to um, some American album DJ. from the early 2000s and I'm like not sure if it was giving me an anxiety attack or making me laugh or vibe I wasn't sure it, it was bigger <laughs> all of the above he was yeah. bigger when he would play out live because you would see it happen live and you couldn't tell mm, what song right. was going to be mashed up with what yeah, and then it just became like a thing. Yeah, yeah it was but then it was like unstoppable. Two thousand four. Then like every so. song was a mashup, and it's like okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. The Law and Order theme song sounds really cool. I think mashups dun. are kind of cool oh, when mash-ups. done right. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think that mashups. Uh, I'm a big fan of for running and like the gym specifically, like yeah. hype music, which Same. is in my brain defined as levels. Uh, oh my god, speaking of, I was just going to play you some good remixes of Let levels. me play you. Levels. Wait, le- I think we should play I can the mashup off. of levels that I played in the New York City Marathon. Which and one? I thought about you. I'm just going to play I'm it. curious. Is, is it. I love this already. This is a song you Great part. Yeah, okay. 100%. The song slaps. Great part. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best part. <laughs> Pretty much the whole song. <laughs> I want to know what's coming. I'm curious. I, uh, hold on. There's something coming. This is great. The whole podcast there, is just it's like that. Drops. It kind of is like, yeah, it just takes the best part and then it kind of phases out. I don't know. I was like, yeah, just run, Sasha. Yeah, run. Run (laughs) fast. That's That's a huge vibe. That was the one. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll be back (laughs) next week. (laughs) That's the end of the episode. That's it. Oh, my God. It's not quite a mashup, but an edit. I'm sorry. No, no. Hey, that counts. I like it. No, Levels has some great ones. They've got, uh, uh, I mean, like, Don't Stop the Levels is one with Don't Stop Believing. Oh, really? My favorite one is Levels on Sax. There's, like, a saxophone, I guess it's version of it. Yeah, it's just, like, someone's on the sax just kind of, like, vibing out while the beat drops and it's oh, wait. sick Remix. okay wait no this is the one I've told you we've talked about this on the pod before on air this is a good one yeah yeah fire <laughs> <laughs> this is a really good one <laughs> it's good 
Did you guys ever see? Uh, <laughs> so watching Tim Rossi while these are playing, it's like you're hearing the song for the first time. That's oh, great. Yeah, oh, every man. single it's time. Like, it's like it's you're seeing a dude open a Christmas it's present. It's the, the, uh, the context with that version, how I came to learn the Without Me levels yeah. mashup, was there was a TikTok that when I had first gotten into TikTok became uh-huh. very famous, which was a guy... Fat Craig Angles is what we called him. It was okay. just like a guy with a mullet, like big dude. Okay. Um, and it was a TikTok where in slow motion he had a cigarette in his mouth and he flips it in the air and catches it. Lit? No, like, it, oh, I mean, oh. it could have been lit. He didn't. Yeah. He, like, caught it on the same end, so it was fine. Oh, Slow-mo, whoa. fucking fire. Oh, so cool. And then he does this, and then he, like, spits it out, and then it goes in slow-mo again, and he cracks a Corona open with his teeth, like, takes the thing off hits the uh, bottle cap with his tongue like rips it out of frame and then does have you guys seen the tornado with the beer oh yeah yeah you like you spin it and it creates like a a whirlpool essentially where the beer you chug the beer essentially so it's like but he didn't then catch the cigarette again no 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 I was waiting for that (laughs) but it has cigarettes still in air right I'm like what he rides off on a Ford F-350 Oh man, I'm, I'm wait. Gonna, I feel like I'm truly missing out. I'm taking on TikTok. a TikTok. Oh, you're missing out. I'm taking a mental note to show you guys this yeah, video. Yeah, please. After let's link the, it to the show we'll notes. Link in the show. Notes. I don't know. Yeah, we should actually. Um, <laughs> but to bring it all the way back to Big Booty Mix. Oh Big yeah, Booty Big mix Booty Mix is this like one hour to one hour and ten minute mix of essentially like those styles of mashups, mm. but interspliced mm. are like pop culture references. So you it's did like, this? No, no, no. These are oh. guys that like actually do this and they've oh, gotten oh, like oh. relatively famous off of this. Booty uh, it's great. There's like 23, 24 versions now. Great. Um, they go like, they go on tour. We went for Aaron, my girlfriend's birthday last year. Aaron's like not into this at mm-hmm. all, but she wanted so it's to go. it's a good birthday gift. It's a great birthday gift. It wasn't my choice. It was her choice. That's, Wait, it should be made clear. I, it's not on Apple Music. Uh, it, uh, it's on Spotify or ah. YouTube or SoundCloud. Oh, interesting. That's actually okay. where I consume. Big Booty Mix is what it's called? Yeah. I'm getting a lot of Big Booty is the name of the song and there are remixes of a song ah, called Big Booty. I can imagine big, Googling Big Booty and that's a lot of different <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to searches. <laughs> yeah, Sasha's got a <laughs> weird <laughs> search history now. Really just like trying to weave that through. Oh um, my God. There's um, also DJ Cash Money, the booty mix. Uh, Music for your ass. Oh, what Naturally. Does that Naturally. <laughs> I don't know what that, it's a good tagline. I'm not, not going to touch that. <laughs> that one. That guy went top to bottom with yeah. the Brandon. And all of the uh, S's are dollar signs. Just no, even well, better. So. I mean, of if course. it wasn't, I would be <laughs> wholeheartedly disappointed. <laughs> oh, God. So yeah. as as you can tell, listeners, we have no notes. <laughs> no notes. We, this is all my we, notes. We pieced this together last week, and we said, you know what? Um, New York City Marathon was a thing. Whew. Forgot Oof. about that. Damn, yeah. that was already it, a week it ago. It happened. And we're here <laughs> to talk uh, about right. it. Everyone goes silent. The it. shrapnel. <laughs> no, the I'm... shrapnel is settled, and I think we're all, we can talk about the tale. The tale that lives on is uh, the We all the had best. different experiences. I know. We did. I think you should start. No, yeah, Dave had I'm not the starting. best experience. I am not starting. I don't want to start with me. Dave Tim, took Tim. photos and almost got arrested. <laughs> we'll preheat oh, yeah, what? experience. Okay, we got to hear that because you <laughs> didn't qualify You might have had a more, ex- a more uh, uh, Who the heck one. would want to arrest you with your camera? 
I don't know. A, a, a cop they were on like, fifth, listen, on you miss Sasha. I miss Sasha. And you will now oh, wow. be taken. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Did you miss Sasha? Yeah, what the heck? Sasha. He got a sick shot of Thomas, my partner, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he got a sick shot of Thomas and his abs. And I'm like, what? I was right in front of you, I thought. For starters, (laughs) you ran, so Sasha ran, what, like seven feet in front of Thomas the entire way? I had no idea. you had no idea? Did he know? Yeah. Like, he knew you were there, but- Well, I think, like, we kind of were lost in the crowd, but we, so I started with um, Parker and Eric and um, this other woman. Alex Bidette. Yeah, 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 yes. She was in a a bandit. Yeah, she was in a, a bandit ad. Um, and then our whole plan was to like run with Nick Fung and Jake Burke and they were going to, um, like basically pace a group, a large group of us that wanted to do sub three and that were looking to try to do that. And, um, we ended up getting to the corral late because Sasha needed to go to the porter potty and Thomas waited for me. So we like walk over there and we thought that the group was like towards the front of the start line, but it turns out they were behind us. So we had no idea. So I'm like hanging out with Eric and Parker and Thomas went to go look for them. So we separated before the race even started. And then once we crossed the start line, I was like, oh, I'm going to go find Thomas. So I like you know skedaddled over to him we ran probably for like the first i don't know two miles together and then i have no idea what happened and we just lost you literally had no idea you just lost him then i yeah then i was in a dark place around mile nine at the gftc cheer station and i see matt who's supposed to hand me my ketchup bottle for full of martin but he's like can't see me and then rich is handing thomas his bottle but i thought rich saw me and was handing it to me (laughs) so i tried to intercept it and then all of a sudden i turn and thomas is right there and i was like where have you been (laughs) it was a hilarious moment and it was really nice and comforting because i like literally wanted to run off into the cheer station and like stop running at that point and we just like kind of got through it together i can imagine well let's step back how would we (laughs) how would we categorize what we experienced in uh, New York City. As, as a whole? As a whole. Um, like a homecoming. That's what it felt like. It was like, no matter what happens with the team, the team being all the runners, like... Everyone it, out there. Everyone. Like, the, the hometown support was going to be proud and was going to, like, carry us through whatever whatever went on in that game. Three hours to six hours, and a whole lot went on. And I just think, like, it was so excruciating. Not, like, physically, just mentally. Just, like, what the hell's going on? And I think I finally understand how people felt in Chicago when they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, the humidity. And I'm like, oh, is this it? Like, I don't know. But it had been hot from the start, you know? And I think it's different in we just spend hours out there. Not, not, I mean, on the course, but also waiting to start. Um, and it was already hot. And I was wearing a lot of layers. So I was, like, trying to keep my, my muscles warm. But, yeah, I think it was um, I think it was a really beautiful community. I don't know. I don't have another word that, for it. That was a lot more positive than where I went because <laughs> I, I immediately Googled, and now we're going to read it because I think it's funny and potentially sums it up. When you asked what category, I was like, I 
literally Googled hurricane categorization, <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't know that this was a th well, like, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't know that there was as much science behind this. It's so the, 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 yeah, the, it's category, it's sustained winds and then types of damage due to hurricane winds. So <laughs> category one uh, it says very dangerous winds will produce some damage. Category two is will cause extensive damage. Category three is devastating damage will occur. Category four is catastrophic damage will occur, as is category five. I think it's probably. Do you think like, it was catastrophic? So it's a cat four. It could be cat. I I think cat I four. wanted it to be like a a cat two, mm. and it was probably in reality a cat four. Like yeah, yeah. Like I okay. think that everyone was. Uh, I agree with you. I still yeah, had yeah, a yeah. fucking blast, yeah. and like the community. I think like I I think I'd said this to a bunch of people beforehand, mostly because I was just like trying to be in denial about the weather which not the smart way like there should have been some uh, level of acceptance and right. adjustment that I think yeah. a lot of people made which was super super intelligent the positive was that there were like a fuck ton of people out there cheering oh my god like, when it's nice out it's really easy to go cheer right and the crowds were wild I do have beef with Goldfinger that this isn't actually true I GFTC was like 20 feet past the Adidas squad. Oh. And it was just like a ton of energy for a lot longer that, because I saw like Jesse and the Adidas squad because I was running on the left of the road. Oh, okay. They and were on separate sides. They were on separate okay. sides, but I ran past them and then I turned to my right and I saw Jerry and I saw yeah. some buddies from Chicago that were with GFTC. Oh, fine. And I was like, this is too much adrenaline. Right. I feel fucking awesome. It was cool. I didn't even see Adidas. It was, uh, that, that's, yeah. you almost see? missed one. That's, I miss a lot of you people. You blink and you miss. I did miss Well, it was also Cat 4, so like. Um, catastrophic damage blinders wait, on you said something oh i i've been saying like a good day for the spectators means a bad day for oh, the runners. oh yeah and i think that's exactly yeah uh, made it happened. a lot more energy and it was really oh God, cool yeah. to see like how jacked up people were to right. like be cheering for the race it was really really cool yeah uh, did it rain at any point rain, on you it was like three different races yeah it was like crazy. at the start oh, yeah. it was like still hot but temperate and right. then it got really hot right and then as i approached um the bronx it started to rain and oh. so it started like it started to like i thought it was going to full-on pour pour huh. it felt like that um yeah. but it was it was definitely drizzling yeah, i got a drizzle and then i was like well i got a drizzle on like okay. fifth ave and i was like Whoa please let the skies part and just dump down yeah. on us. Like that would be at least like cathartic and cool. And it didn't, it was like brrr, and done. Then and then it was like humid again. And I was like that, this is a cruel day. It's a cruel, cruel day in New York city. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I think like you said, a lot of people adjusted their strategy. Um, a lot of people, I was like going through everyone's, um, like, what track like yeah, tracking yeah. them and everyone has perfectly positive splits yeah yeah like perfectly pretty much down we all ran the yeah. same race yeah, every, everyone you know they have that like visualization they send oh, out yeah. it's like oh, green yeah. and yellow red uh, right everyone's red starts at like 16 oh my gosh it's crazy it's like yellow through yellow through williamsburg uh queens and then right off the bridge yeah it's red did yeah did you guys see uh i'm trying to pull it up we'll put it somewhere strava does like a, a pace analysis oh yeah the marathon mm. every did you guys see no, this I, I think i did so actually. it's like i, I found it because yeah, it's on it. their ig yes yes but yes, they I did, did like 
average mile splits for every mile of the New York City Marathon, essentially, mm-hmm. like this year versus, I guess, last year, I think. I should probably look. Yeah, yeah 2021. 2021. Mm-hmm. The interesting Jeez. thing with this one that someone else pointed this out, I'm not going to take credit for noticing this. Right. Because uh, the spoiler alert for everyone who can't see visuals that are on. Oh, right. Screen, it's positive splits. <laughs> everyone started to slow down. Who would have thought? Yeah. Um, but people started on average faster this year than they did in 2021. Oh. So not only was it like they slowed down more, mm. but they also the started range. faster, mm. which is interesting. Did. Yeah. yeah, and I, I mean, I actually kind of chalk that up to the heat, like you said it yeah. loosely before, like keeping your legs on, trying to stay warm. It was really easy to stay warm this right, time, right. so I'm sure a lot of people felt really good early on versus like a more temperate year. Or to imagine like you could probably, if your strategy was, you know, you know the back half's going to be pretty miserable, just go out fast. I was trying to hold, bank time. Then hold on. Yeah. yeah. Just try yeah. to hold on as much as you can. Yeah. Back I mean, I also heard, and I know you guys didn't have, we've talked about start time woes mm-hmm. and logistical challenges at New York City. So I was taking portraits at the Bandit Pop-Up the day after, which is where I heard a lot of these stories. Mm. A bus got lost. Yeah, I heard. There oh, was like shit. almost a, I mean, I don't want to like alleged stampede, but there was alleged like crowding of buses off the Staten Island Ferry for the later waves. Whoa. Like people were missing their corrals. Like one of the buses that I mentioned that got lost, they went to New Jersey. Yeah, which what? I don't understand how that How do you do I that? Have no idea. And the, the the guy who was telling me the story said that they all like went on their phones and found the star and like to redirected the bus driver. So imagine <laughs> imagine oh my that God. being your start and what? then you all of a sudden <laughs> That's chaos. Yeah, that's oh like one of the God. bigger nightmares that I've ever Ooh. heard. That is absolute not fire. Like they were no, not. That that's is, absolutely not. That fire. is no. they were the in worst vibes. Yes. Oh no. And you, that a person that came and got their photo was on was on the bus damn. that went to Newark. Yeah. And they were them, like, "Why are we crossing?" They were socks. like, "Why are we crossing a bridge?" <laughs> yeah, I just that's don't, not the fucking marathon. I don't know how that. Like, I'm still confused how that happened. In my brain, I, I just don't understand. Like they're not close. Like Jersey, was there? They and, were coming from Midtown. No, I think no. Or, this is yeah. No, was this from was the from the ferry. Oh, what? which is even more absurd because it's like a, a parade of buses. Like so, they're already in Staten Island. Yeah, they, they were, were already in Staten, in Staten Island. Island and they went across to Jersey. Oh, it really doesn't make sense to me. But it happened. Like it definitely mm, happened. Yeah, interesting. I do think a lot of people forgot that last year was like less bodies than before mm. yeah logistics always scare the shit out of me oh like, there's so many me. i was there yeah. very early like just sitting there oh um, oh he brought his mini band he was warming <laughs> yeah, up shout out david from motive yeah shout out david from <laughs> we're gonna motive. link we're gonna link the video in the show notes <laughs> link the video yeah sasha has a good video of that's me, really good uh, doing my i was actually very impressed by your abductions thank you yeah. i appreciate mm-hmm. it david taught me that i have to tuck my pelvis under me oh yeah uh, ah. when i do my lateral walks mm-hmm. to help my it band wait um, lol i have the, the strava the strava yeah, pace thing up. pulled up the first comment that i can see is from matan oh, no. still hammering down the verrazano though <laughs> <laughs> that's a strong comment oh my god yeah, how fast do did you don't run do run that no fuck that hammer that, that mile that mile is mm-hmm. great uh, don't do that. that was a fun <laughs> mile wait right. you guys these are funny does it does your instagram also funnel the the comments that you see based on who you follow I think that's what it's doing. I don't I... always think so, but usually the top one is someone yeah, that I follow. That's fun. Yeah. Okay. Um. It. Anyways, so you, yeah, so you 
missed me. So I'm me. Yeah, you. Oh, sorry, <laughs> producer Dave missed me. I saw. I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna let him move this so down. Sorry. <laughs> so my okay. my quick story is I ran. I I I am terrible at describing this. I say only twenty. I realize twenty is a long oh run. Uh, I ran twenty miles of it because um, I put that in that way because I want to make sure people know I did not run the full thing. Right. There's no way I ran. You jumped I, in. I jumped in from mile uh, seven and a half to eight all the way through to about 25 oh damn and then i ran home um oh my gosh. but it was fun it was i had a, i had an incredible time yeah experience uh, i ran with a camera mm-hmm. and documented the whole thing which That's was so cool. really really fun um and i paced a few people um just seeing people who needed help out there i'd hop in and hand them water get them yeah. ask them what they needed and uh, i carried some people through some some pretty gnarly miles but it was it was a privilege I will sacrifice all of those people who got carried because I needed some carrying. I am, so and sorry. I know that you would have jumped in had you I seen me. You would have known by the look on my face, like I was in a bad place. I, oh boy! Just about everyone I photographed had a. Uh, it was like not positive vibes. Yeah, it was. It was hard to find. <laughs> there was a few people Absolute though, like uh, uh, Vanessa, who uh, goes by Vowism on Instagram. I jumped in with her in the Bronx. She was strong as hell, man. She oh, yeah. it was like mile twenty. She was throwing seven twenty, seven fifteens, and like not letting up. It was amazing. That's really great. So I mean, some people had a great day. A guy yeah. named Joseph, um, I think, who works at the finish line, had like a twenty thirty minute PR. He did like yeah. a two forty. Holy shit! Crushed it. That's really amazing. Um, so some people had. A oh, fantastic. Matt Portillo. Matt Portillo, dude. Did sub. I had run the last ten with him, and he was just like so. He it was just a joy. I don't often get to run with him like solo so we kind of split from the pack um and he was just like very very engaged with his watch and like okay this is marathon pace okay we're on fifth Ave. i feel like you know just like really (laughs) really wanting to nail it and i could just feel the eagerness within him and when i saw that he did i think he did 253 yeah like fuck yeah like a lot of people did really well and a lot of people did not and a lot of people fall somewhere in between and i think um like the shared camaraderie and like that was fucking brutal and obviously not an indication of anyone's fitness just a a product of the circumstances of the day mm-hmm. is like really nice like usually you know people have their own races but like this was the most like shared race experience i think that a lot of people have had yeah i mean i hate to compare it to battle but like yeah. it's the only thing that i feel like everyone had the same thought at the same time of like oh my gosh this is fucking terrible or like three people that i saw you know i jump in with them and like the first three or four sentences out of their mouths was i had a good training block Mm -hmm. and and four or five people said this to me was like as a disappointing thing of like i felt strong coming into this race this sucks yeah and i had to be like don't think about that shit right, <laughs> right. <now>. <laughs> you're <laughs> on mile 15 you yeah. got a way long ways to go yeah let's like let's just like run totally just like focus on getting to the getting to queens and getting to the bronx and it's yada. so mental like my slowest mile was actually coming down the queensboro bridge because i had spent so much energy trying to like tunnel vision myself the queensboro i mean it's always a bloodbath on there but like this was so bad and i was like i cannot look at these folks right now because I will stop 
and cry and never return to running. So, but then once I got, once I crested the top, I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I can run anymore. And so I was like so slow on the decline. But to your point of like, we, we cannot be in that mindset. Like I stopped at mile 20 and I always stop and drink water. That's a thing that I do. And it's never been an issue until this race. Um, and I was like kicking my, my heels to my butt to keep my legs kind of active. Um, and I kicked too aggressively with my left one and I caught a hamstring cramp (laughs) and I was like, Oh my God, this has never happened. What do I do? And I like tried to like walk it off. Anyways, it was not, nothing was helping. Carly Cherie, who is an excellent marathoner and a coach um, who I had only met once before actually up in Boston. Um, She found me and she was like, Sasha, we don't need to PR today, but we can jog a 10 K. And I, she just like, I just kept hearing that. And she's like, just, just jog with me. And she literally carried me out of the Bronx. And, um, you know, she was really peppy and like friendly and positive. And I, once like for once was like damn this positivity is like this must be this is not it for me right now like (laughs) I need to just be in a dark place and so we like ran with each other for a minute and then I like turned my headphones back on and then I (laughs) I went for it but like I had I would have not finished the race had it not been for that moment Mm -hmm. with Carly so thank you Carly how'd we do Tim (laughs) not great (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no no I I mean um uh, well, for, first, a few things I think like kind of what we're also talking about here is loosely why I actually really like the marathon. There's no like uh, second chances with it. Mm. I, I mean, there kind of is, uh, which is part of what happened with me. But um, like you can show up after a great training block and have an absolute shit day mm. like doubt to you and that is kind of the game is the whole thing. Mm. It's like you hope that it's going to go right and like sometimes shit out of your control doesn't go right, which I think is cool about the marathon. There's no like, okay, sick, let's sign up for one next weekend because that one sucked. Right, uh, like right. you you kind of just have to like play the cards that you're dealt and that's like uh, you don't want to get like aggressively deep with running, but I think that's like life in the parallels between running and life in general, which I just like. Uh, so there's that like really fun romanticizing the marathon because of that uh my race was kind of shit which again i promise i would pull it back to my whole rant about life and running and all that shit but like <laughs> I, I i think we're here for it. yeah exactly for always love we're here it. for it. yeah we're always in uh i fully went into new york like kind of of the space that I I'd already run Berlin. Like the context is I ran Berlin. I probably had COVID when I ran Berlin, which was unfortunate. Uh, but it still went decently. I ran the second fastest marathon I've ever ran and was like a big positive step right in the oh, yeah. back in the right direction. That's great. That's great. Um, yeah, super, super fun. Yeah. Definitely thought there was some meat left on the bone. Right. So I kind of went into New York of like, I want to try and like one break 230, but also like go after a fast time just in general. There wasn't any of this like, I'd be okay going and running 240, 245. For me personally, I just was like, I've ran fast this year. If I'm going to run New York, I want to try and run faster. If not, like I might as well just cheer for my friends, mm-hmm. uh, which I think loosely bled into it because I just kind of went out like an idiot in the end. <laughs> in hindsight, like I went out. What do you mean? You went out too hot? I, I went out to run what I thought was like the 
what I was capable of running on a really good day. Mm-hmm. I guess. So I like went out. So you didn't adjust course. I with didn't adjust any at all. Weather right, or, yeah, right. Which is like exactly what like you talked about. I Joey. didn't either. And yeah, exactly. Anna literally was like ten second adjustment, and I was like. No. My watch, also my watch. Yeah, I had some watch issues God at the damn start it, my as watch. Well. That's, a, that's all I'm going to say is God yeah. damn my watch. Well, I had a few, uh, I'll say some fun positive ones for yeah. my race yeah. start, at least, uh, in talking about logistical shit shows. I'm sad that you weren't here to verify this story, because oh, yeah. I saw Sasha and the whole squad at the start. Oh, yeah. Um, shout out local competitive Local corral, competitive. Fucking flex on everyone. I, just was need, cool. I was just down for the bathroom. I'm always down that's for That's it. Bathroom. I was like hanging out outside. Yeah, and then going back And then in. I would go in to use that the That was the vibe. That's, that's that was the vibe. It was just shorter lines, which <laughs> we go. love. Yeah. Um, but on on the start line, like I was on at the front of the local competitive corral. There's two, like three people actually, the two timers and the one like guy who's essentially running the whole race. And we're standing there, and I last year was part of the sub elite group and got like to see firsthand. They've done this thing. What the is the difference between sub elite? and local competitive sub elite gets treated like professional athletes you're like in an actual tent oh no you said you were by that at the track yeah you go to ocean breeze instead of like a tent so they they take you to the same spot that the pros go to you get like bust right to the start line it's super cool like really really cool experience that new york roadrunners does for like i should not get treated like that i'm not that good we like you though you should get treated we like i'm not upset about it either (laughs) i think everyone should get a chance to do a marathon like that yeah um though i do also think that there's something really fun about like taking the ferry if the bus doesn't get lost yeah if you don't get end up in jersey that's uh, my fucking worst nightmare (laughs) i'd be sitting there panicking if that happened to me i probably wouldn't run um but like I got to see firsthand what they've done in a lot of these marathons, which is separate the professional field from the mass field. So the pros start five minutes before everyone else mm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not really on the schedule is the whole thing. What do you mean? Uh, like the if you look on the website for New York Roadrunners, they don't necessarily like publicize. There's that. like the wheelchair, the wheelchair races, yeah. the MasterCard thing. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. have like the schedule of it. It's just kind of nestled in between one of those yeah they go five minutes before but no one really like realizes that it happens because for the 50,000 runners that are running the race this matters for maybe like 30 of them right right, so they know they start five minutes before and ideally the other people know that as well but the guys are like getting us on the line and then they're like okay the next gun is yours and I'm standing there and I'm like no it's not the next gun is for the pro man so i like grabbed this guy i got his attention i'm like hey man like no it's not get on the walkie like yeah he verified it with the people up there because i was worried that everyone was going to hear the cannon just take off just go which was not true (laughs) so i got to correct the course which i felt very fun yeah and i got to yell at everyone and no one fall started in our crowd which was fucking awesome huge win well done uh and then when the gun for us actually went off um, the way that it played out, which was very unique experience for me is there was one guy who went out like fast and then everyone else went out at like probably six flat pace. And I was in this really weird cause New York has the three different start colors. Mm-hmm. Um, like I ran on my own for three and a half miles cause oh, wow. there was this guy Jeez. 200 meters ahead of me and everyone else was 200 meters behind me, oh, wow. which was just weird. I thought it was really fucking cool. Cause Wait, all of a did sudden you start on the bottom of the, yeah, tr- okay. yeah I was on the bottom. Is it well. true that you experience far less elevation on the bottom? I don't know. I Someone don't know said that either. to me and it like, 
like maybe scientifically like makes a little there. sense. Yeah, it's not as fun down there. I don't there. Like you it don't down get there. the views. Yeah, was well, shady. Like that was the nice thing we got a little. Yeah, shade. I guess the, yeah the shade and the breeze a, was yeah, nice. And then on a day like last week. Yeah. Pro. Yeah. It's a pro. It felt slightly it claustrophobic. It is claustrophobic. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's okay, not anyways, as enjoyable. Sorry, like, it, no, it's just not as enjoyable. Yeah, well, yeah, that, yeah. I, my story kind of ends at that point. <laughs> I, <laughs> I went out with what I thought I was capable of doing. It started to feel really bad really early. Um, and then, like, I still haven't fully figured out exactly what happened. My legs were kind of shot. I think I texted both of you guys, yeah. maybe, or, like, yeah. a bunch of people on Monday. I'm like, if I... I'll jump to I did not finish the marathon I don't think I've said that yet I stepped off at like 16 or 17 I had some GPS issues so I'm not actually positive where I ended up jumping mm. out it was yeah. or 80th and first half I know mm. that very specifically because I was trying to remember how to get home did you see someone out there uh I saw my so my mom was on first half she's oh. always on first half yeah. I was it so I probably knew that I was maybe not gonna finish around like mile 12 okay. like it was starting to go south um, last year I had a bad day and I was able to like walk jog it in mm-hmm. this year I just didn't have it in me and mm-hmm. like I can blame it on the weather I'm sure there's other factors that went in there like I refuse to fu- put full blame on the weather especially because like I kind of acknowledged the weather and consciously decided to ignore it which <laughs> is like on me right. um, but I when I was in Queens I was like oh I could take the seven to the two <laughs> like that's actually what I was thinking. Oh, so you're literally doing oh, subway math. I was doing some well, math. You should be doing. Uh, yeah, well I should just math. be thinking about running. Right. Uh, but I saw the the uh, World's Fair run crew people, which was yes. really fucking fun. That's I saw great. some of the new gen guys. Nice. I think I yelled at them like boys were fucked, but like okay, uh, I just like kept going. Um, then when I was like getting close, I knew my mom was on First Avenue. I didn't want my tracker to stop. And, like, them to panic, which right. is part of the funny part of mm-hmm. my story. Because, like, I played that out in my brain and my mom and Aaron were still worried. Which, oh. for whatever mm-hmm. reason, I fucked up, I guess. <laughs> uh, but I saw my mom on first. She was in, like, a really bad spot to jump out. Okay. I kept going. I saw, I knew Jeremy, my buddy, co-founder oh, yeah. of the Lost Boys, was going to be with Dirty Birds. Right. Uh, so I saw them. That photo of you two is cool. Oh, it was That's great. Cool. Yeah, Fred took a Did great you take shot. It? No. No, oh. that was Fred Gorris. Oh, yeah. Uh, who I, I think, Fred. like, laughed at me when I was Because <laughs> I, like, went over to them and I... I told Jeremy, like, text my mom, text Aaron, like, I'm going to drop. I think I said something stupider than that, but I'm like, I'm going to stop. Can you text them? Um, so that they knew that I was stopping and that I was okay. Right. Uh, I don't think Jeremy, I still haven't seen it. He texted Aaron in the end, and I mm-hmm. think he, like, quoted whatever I actually said to him, which oh, was geez. probably incoherent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I ended up dropping out and saw a buddy across the street from the medical tent. Um, where I dropped out. I didn't need medical attention. I was just like, this is probably the easiest spot to drop out. Right. I think the medical guys were taken aback because I stopped and I went up to the guy. I'm like, I'm done running. And he's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm just done. <laughs> uh, but I saw a buddy borrowed her phone, texted my mom, and then I just you, Oh, yeah, because you don't run with your <laughs> yeah. phone. Yeah, I don't have my shout phone. Out, shout out to remembering numbers. Oh, yeah. My mom's the only number listen, that I could remember. For listen, what remember like. your friends and spouses. You need someone yeah. Because, like, if you run without a phone, you're, S- you're SOL. If, yeah. If, if you don't have it. And you make people nervous when your little person stops running. Because oh, uh, everyone's on the thought. tracker just refreshing. Yeah. And on a I day heard, like that. I actually heard the tracker was being kind of trashy to some people too. Was it? Yeah. Sort of always is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's always har- a mile. It's always a half mile off. It's also like 
last year what we had 25,000 participants and this yeah, year there 50. was 50 like that's a lot of new little dots to follow yeah. a lot you of know? little dots to follow <laughs> <laughs> yeah. those guys I think that's a point of uh, I think a lot of people think that little dot is like a GPS tracker on you as well which it just isn't no it's the app like doing projections oh. um, which is really funny because the number of times that they're like your dot was there and you weren't there I'm like yeah no oh, shit oh I absolutely did not know that either no, no one knows that no one oh, knows shit. it Okay. It would be that's, that's the future though. Like yeah, the, future the future is a little GPS thing on you. Well, in cool. Berlin we got that little thing that we put on yeah. our shoelaces. Is that that's a tracker? I think that's just a chip. It's, just it's chip. like a straight up it's, chip. Yeah. So they do. Oh yeah, because that bib has no chip on it. It's, it's just a fucking poster <laughs> for a BMW. <laughs> the fuck? Sorry. It isn't, no, you're not wrong. I mean, spot on there. I, I folded. I folded mine up quite a bit. Goodness. Um, wait. I have a um some follow ups for you, Tim. Yes. Um, I I was. Just like happened to be listening because Thomas was listening to the coffee club. Do you listen to that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, Reed Fisher was on it. And they had an extensive conversation about like, do you finish or do you DNF? And like when you're in uh, when you're a pro or in the pro field, it really comes down to the income, too, because if you drop out, you make half of the money that you made. Have you? If you finish at any time, yeah, a lot of the contracts, from how I understand it, the coffee club was a super cool conversation. Shout out, yeah. on boys, read great people. Uh, funnily enough, really quick aside, I loosely like I am buddies with Reed's buddies. Okay, I've met Reed once in real life. Great yeah. dude. Like yeah. I just like his running journey. Yeah. I saw the video guy who was tracking him on the Queensboro Bridge when I like fully knew that I was fucked and gonna drop out. Yeah, and I think I like slowed down. Like, dude, how's Reed doing, man? <laughs> <I was like laughs> shouting at him. <laughs> I think he thought I was an idiot. So shout oh, out Max. Uh, great video <laughs> guy for really Tin Man funny. Elite. Did some great work with TCS last week. Um, but yeah it's insane they're like the appearance fees and then they're like Mm. bonuses some of them are different some of them like require you finish some of them require you make it a certain distance Mm. Uh, like I've heard stories that aren't confirmed so I won't like say everyone's names but like certain times you see certain runners drop out in like very peculiar peculiar Peculiar. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a hard that's word to say. It's Jesus okay. Christ. We're there with you. It. Dave's you not it. cutting We're that. There We're leaving you. it. We're leaving that. <laughs> yeah. um, like at like 34 and a half kilometers or something. Damn. And apparently sometimes it's because their contract has like must make it X distance or sure. something like sure. that. Which is crazy. Yeah. The like income thing is insane that you have to well, do like that thought yeah. process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean like that's your livelihood. Um, I watched the video of the the Brazilian yeah. guy in in first. What's his name? Uh, I it, Dos Santos this. is his last name. I don't That's know it. how to say that. His but first like, name. what's? I don't know if they had done some editing to the video, but to go from like he looks unfazed, yeah, to just like oh, I might need to slow down for a second to grabbing his hamstring to belly down on the ground, and then you just see the the second place dude come up from behind. Yeah, he yeah. hit the wall pretty pretty hard. Well, he used a porter potty too. I saw that. Jumped down yeah, a that was before. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to find it real yeah, quick. Yeah, but he apparently uh, recorded one of the fastest mile splits in a marathon in, in, in history. Yeah, right. The at a four four fifty. That's wild. He he ran rececklessly. Yeah. Which I love for yeah. what but, it's worth. But for a pretty long time. For a right? long time. He dropped time. out at 18. He dropped out. I think he dropped out like further than 18. Oh, I think yeah. it was the bathroom at 18. Oh, yeah, right, bathroom. Right, right, he, right, was, right. he was right. like 22, 23. Yeah, I think. it was deep. But like he was on world record pace 
right. f- through the half, right. which like doesn't happen in New York. The course record for New York, I think, is two or three minutes slower than the world record. So like, mm-hmm. you're not running that fast in New York. This guy's also done this. He's dropped out of a few big oh, races. Really? But it is really... I, let me first say, like, be smart. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I think stuff like that is really cool because I don't know, and, like, my race I'll use it as an example, like, I probably couldn't take myself to the spot of, like, passing out from running. I don't know if I, like, right. think my, like, body would stop me before I, like, keel over mm-hmm. on the side of the road, which is what happened to this guy. Yeah. Um, and I do think it's genuinely impressive that someone can, like, take their body that close to the edge where they, like, go over the edge absolutely it's just like i think that's i mean admirable might not be the right word but i think that that like because i'm like you where like my my brain will get the best of me and i'm like oh no i'm just gonna pull the plug now but to that point thomas was also horizontal twice in the race yes the first time i think he just got dizzy and like laid down and then came to and was like oh i gotta go but was fine and then the second time his hamstring seized up and he was having a oh, little PT Jesus. session by some strangers, they were stretching him out. Oh, that's good. Nice. That nice. And that helped? Yeah. Did it help? I think so, yeah. Oh, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. He still finished. Um, but like seeing people fall like oh, that yeah. or get the like the wobbly car salesman balloon situation <laughs> yeah. take over their body is so grim. And I've talked about this before because I that that was also my experience in Chicago. And I'm like the person like on the Queensboro, I saw someone and there was no one else around and like they're like someone's coming to help but I was like do I stop and like yeah spend time with this person and make sure that they're gonna be okay or do you keep going yeah I saw someone on the I saw uh, unfortunately a, a bunch of people down um but on the Queensboro specifically I saw a guy unresponsive um <laughs> which we looked at it up, up before this pod. No one has no, no, no fatalities. Thank, thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Um, but four or five runners were around him, sacrificing their race yeah. and, you know, fanning him. One yeah. was on the phone with police yeah. uh, and EMTs. Yeah. God bless the EMTs. They Damn. ran up the Manhattan to Queens side of the Queensboro Bridge with like, like a backboard. Ba- yeah, with oh, like damn. shit. Yeah. And they... They did not look like runners. But they were champs. they were moving yeah. fast. Yeah. So, but it was scary, it was man. Grim. You gotta put your to your point. It's like sort of you have to put on blinders to some degree. Right. Cause like that'll that'll affect your race. And well and then yeah. talking about mental, like do you feel even worse about yourself because you're not being like you're prioritizing your run over another I don't know I, I go through these like crazy existential fucking crises in, <laughs> yeah. in the middle of a marathon but I'm curious to know like at your level Tim and at those paces that you're running are you seeing shit oh like yeah that? that's the I mean that I think was the uh like realization that it was going to be a hard day I don't, I don't think I saw anyone like keeled over but i also think it's because i have blinders on Mm. a lot of the time Mm. i like i saw a lot of people going backwards like hard early Mm. which was the like the best way that i've been able to describe this race to people is that like you're feeling things 10 miles earlier than you should be in a marathon it's kind of how i've like some like at mile five i felt like i was at mile 15 and then the same thing at like 10 it felt like i was 20 in instead of 10 in and like that there and there's sometimes like nice conversations that happen out there. Like there was a dude that I like 
rolled up on her. Maybe he came back to me or like honestly might have been the other way. It's like looked at me. He's like, oh, dude, what a fucking day, man. Like, like, I'm laughing. And it's like, yeah, I thought I was going to run so fast. And like, now we're just in survival mode, dude. I'm like, I don't fucking want to talk to you right now. Because I'm in like a bad spot or like going through a rougher patch. Granted, it's all rough patches at that point. But there are like those fun moments. And then, yeah, a lot of it is like you see people that like shouldn't, it shouldn't be happening to that early. I think Mm -hmm. to answer your question more directly, I think that the like keeled over stuff like that doesn't happen as often and it's kind of self-fulfilling like a lot of the people that are running towards the front of these races are like very well prepared or very experienced not that like and i think that's the point like it can happen Mm. to anyone it happens maybe more as you start to slow down because all of a sudden you have people that are like maybe newer or just haven't have been training as much or like as many miles on the body but I mean, and that's where the first place guy is a great example. Like yeah. that dude's probably running hundred mile weeks, Damn. like shit, like what happened on Sunday. It, it's not necessarily like selective based on your experience level, or your ability, or especially your pace. Like it happens to everyone. It's just like, honestly, it's kind of that there's less people running faster. So I'd be genuinely curious of the like percentage of people that ended up in a medical tent, mm-hmm. probably the same for like, Two thirty marathoners, the three hour marathoners, the four hour marathoners. There's just more people around, like the four hours. So as you right. go further back, you see you're gonna more see of it, it more. Yeah. It's that self fulfilling thing. But it is, yeah, like that's the not. I mean, I think you were talking about it, and Dave, you used the like battle analogy, which I do think is like apt in this scenario. Is like everyone, whether you're slow or fast, have like a very similar. Mm-hmm. experience out there granted worse for the people further back because they started later and the weather was worse oh like, my god absolutely it's just worse for those guys right. um right. But yeah it was fucking nuts. beautiful day though yeah i mean i, I mean in terms of like day. great day just like the hype and the oh people yeah and the crowds yeah it was emotional at times like it was so emotional I, de- I mean there was a there was a moment at harlem run when i was up there where a guy named Jesse who runs, who's a captain at Harlem Run, I love Jesse. ran up to his kid, oh, the yeah, kid. he started crying, yeah. I was crying, everyone was crying. So many tears. There was a lot of, there a was lot a lot of, of stuff. Yeah. I think it happens more as well when it's a shittier day, because like, like, at least with me last year, like, I was way more willing to just stop and like vibe with the crowd for a little bit, yeah. and this year I think so many people needed the energy of oh, the yeah. crowd, Yeah. so like... I've already texted Lenny and Heck and, like, been, like, dude's, like, really fucking bummed I didn't get to see you. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the photos that I've seen from those guys were, like... Oh, my God, they look epic. Yeah, it's insane. But, like, I know... Because, I, like, I wanted to drop at 10, and I know I only made it to 17 because I saw people out there cheering. I would get re-energized and right. convince myself for... Uh, progressively shorter periods of time. Like, I think the first time I got, like, an adrenaline dump, it was, like, two miles that it carried me for. Right. And all of a sudden, it was, like, 20 steps, and then I was <laughs> fucked again. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, every, like, you needed that on Sunday. Oh my God, and it yes. is very, it's why I think New York is so much fun, because, like, the energy of the crowd truly, like, impacts the runner's experience on such a cool level. Um, I'm curious, because you guys both got to see way more of the course than I did, like... <laughs> Was there, like, one thing, I mean, Dave, you kind of just gave an answer, but it, was there, like, a, a cheer zone that stood out to you most Oh yeah. In your blackout state? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need to 
just like go and personally take like thank Felipe, Dow, Rio, Insa who handed me my, my water bottle. But so Goldfinger was at mile nine ish. Yeah. And I was obviously just so out of it. Like you said, you're starting to feel this yeah. way early on in the race that typically I can prolong to almost after the race. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I'm not running at these paces that are so inconceivable that I'm, my body is like, what the fuck are you doing to me? You know, like the way that you are Sometimes. not, not for your training, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. this is, this is speedy, but it is sustainable. And that has always been my goal. Like it's never like too lofty, but I went out too hot. My watch was doing crazy shit. Um, I caught up to, um, Danny and Uchechi on uh, like fourth Ave from Black Roses, and they were just looking super smooth. Tried to hold on to them for a little bit, um, and yeah. So when I saw GFTC, that was really beautiful, and like I knew that they were there because I saw their face, our faces. I saw Thomas's yeah, yeah, head, yeah. I saw my head, but I don't remember actually seeing faces except for Jerry's. And I'm looking at him, and all I can say is, "I love you." I think I told every person <laughs> in the crowd, "I love you." That was all I that, love I, that. It oh, yeah. felt like I was going to die, and so I was like, "These are my last words to every single one of you." And oh, so God. I was like, "I love you," and then. We, you know, we, we kept going. Um, and then, but like mile, I remember thinking I was at like mile 15, but knowing that, um, old man run club was going to be at mile like 18 and a half. So I was like, Oh damn. Like for once I am further than I actually think I am, but I'm, my legs and my body are so out of sync with my brain that I have no idea what's actually happening. And like, Thomas Lee, who I met um, through the Nike Long Runs, who is also a member of Old Man, um, was at several different locations to hand me Morton, and it was really wonderful. But I I had these packs of two bottles, and so he's like, I'm going to actually give the second bottle to Insa, who I also met. And so... I just see Felipe, I see Pulsta, and I'm much more lucid for some reason at this point. And like, there's some epic photos of Dow just like going crazy, so visually engaged, like screaming his lungs out. And I'm just like ecstatic to see them (laughs) and the confetti's everywhere. And like, it was just the most fucking beautiful moment. And shout out to Old Man because I really felt the love, I really felt the energy. Energy and like that got me to the next water station where I stopped again. <laughs> Old Man Run Club. Follow yeah. him on Instagram. Yep, follow him. Join not, him. Not Insta Graham, but Insta not Insta. Graham. Yeah, but that. <laughs> but Insta, you can Insta, also follow Insta. Follow Insta Graham. on Insta. Graham. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. They're making. She's gonna love that I made that joke. I know she is. <laughs> They're gonna make Saturdays cool again. Saturday well, mornings, right? That's their. Cool. That's yeah. that's their catch. Yeah. They're already cool. Yeah. Taking a break. Um. So yeah, that was my most memorable. Sick. What about what about you? Because yeah, you ran a lot of it. Uh, I mean, we guess we address it at the top. Almost getting arrested. Oh yeah. Fun. Are you not gonna um, tell us about that? I'll or tell what? You about that. We're gonna talk about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Roger we, got, that. we got we got nine more minutes in this podcast. Understood. So I was taking photos um of just about everybody I could see, and then around Fifth Ave, I stopped to take a posed photo. Like I'll either rewind i will yeah. take photos while i'm running so physically i am in the process of running and i'll take photographs or i'll stop i'll run ahead of somebody i'll stop and i'll take photographs of them as they run towards me as a more of a posed moment right i had stopped to take a photograph of a couple people and as i started to rerun like start to run again i felt a very large hand 
across oh my waist and I, I a, very, very, large a very large loud voice in my ear that said are you running no you're not stop right now and it was a police officer in a white uh, shirt grabbed physically grabbed my oh. hip and was in the process of his with his right hand in the process with the left hand grabbing me from the other side so he was going to try to bear hug me and mind you at this point i had been on the course for probably two and a half hours two hours 15 minutes um because of all the stopping so i was dripping wet with sweat which was the only he slid defense no he he sort of cowered a little bit because Uh i don't think he planned on me being wet like literally (laughs) disgusted like I wouldn't hug anybody at this point. Okay. I was that okay. Gross. Okay. So I spin moved away and just dart. I, I think yeah, I darted. I literally wow. just did tempo pace and just like darted away. <laughs> yeah. Um. It, to which I heard he him yell like sort of like damn you kids. Like, yeah. So sort oh of like God. he was he was really pissed. What is the point of I him? I have no idea. That's doing I've that. never heard yeah. of this happening. I mean. We've all heard people jumping in marathons and running. I've never heard of anyone uh, getting grabbed by. That's really (laughs) crazy. Yeah, it was funny. I wish you would have darted away, turned around, and took his photo. Like, damn. I was in in fight or flight mode, and I was definitely uh, flight, flight. You uh, made the right decision. Yeah. You just got to look at it. Like, wow, that's some agility. You know, I like that. Probably could have given him a line about, like, oh, no, I'm just shooting or something. I I thought about it. Um, no, I, you did the right thing. Yeah, right I was. I want. I didn't want to have to like explain and exchange. Right. Be like, hey, sir. Yeah. I'm, Momentum. Keep I it am, moving. I'm doing this responsibly, and I have a camera. I'm trying to document for the community. No, he yeah. was. He was like. He was already. He was looking. His mind for, was made. He up. was looking for rambunctious individuals. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he identified me as such. Yeah. So. Nice. Interesting. Was, it was a fun. Uh, you know what? I sometimes identify you as such. Also. You know what? I <laughs> fucking hope you do. God damn it. <laughs> The rep Dave's going. Rambunctious yeah. is one of my favorite <laughs> words. It's a good word. <laughs> I sound so like good. a grandpa. It's so, I know. It's really good. It's good. It's good. I need to update my slang. No, I love, is, yeah. is, uh, I love it. I th- what was the thing we were talking about this morning? Oh, I said, say less. I said say less in a in a paragraph, and um, some people didn't know what that meant. Some people did. Um, like the it. phrase say less? Yes. Oh, yeah. That means like say no more. Yeah. Right. I like that you say, yeah. It's funny because that's how I would describe it as well. Uh But for someone who doesn't know what say less means, I also don't think they'd know what say no more means. Oh. Uh, Which Mm. I think, like, I actually. It also, also, like, if you'd never have heard it in context, say less just sounds very strange. It also sounds kind of cool. It sounds a little, depending on the tone, rude yeah it could be rude like stop talking same thing with say no more say, i guess yeah. right yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 say no but more but it, it's the tone right. thing right it is it a is tone a tone thing. i mean but you I have think to, it's only delivered execution. by brian brahino oh brian keto say, brian keto say less say i less. love that guy everyone does yeah he's, he's great great dude shout yeah, out yeah, shout, shout out brian keto yeah I guess um, you could be mean with both of those. Wait, what was your favorite cheer zone then? Oh, oh cheer yeah. zone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I... Yeah, you could do moment. I would yeah. say, um, I mean, Boogie Down, I danced with Lenny for like a full two minutes, That's which really seemed nice. gratuitous, but I, I had to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, Boogie Down, uh, Dirty Birds was awesome. Yeah, so coming up... Them. They, they were, were in a oh wait yes spot. I did yeah Maybe so did. they Left were side? they were right off right off the bridge side. on the right side um and I, I what I realized what I, I pictured in my head mm. here's what I pictured I would go to a cheer zone stop get cheer zone vibes mm. get photographs of their runners and then run to the next cheer zone 
what ended up happening was when I would approach a cheer zone, everyone would get super hyped. I'd yell. <clears throat> and then I'd just stay there. <laughs> <laughs> People were real confused. Yeah. Oh my so God. I had to sort of move on because imagine just getting really, really like screaming your face off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be like, okay, so how are you guys fine? Um, so I ended up going and I didn't spend too much time, but at, at Dirty Birds, um, they had Crank Angles. who yeah. was there, um, as you mentioned. Um super fun and that was a um i tried to do a one of those popper yeah sorry confetti cannon. Cannon. i yeah. tried to do a confetti cannon while people were running but oh. in testing it i accidentally set it off at dirty birds and everyone got real excited <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, cheers to you it was like, Ooh, yeah. hey That's no fun. reason whatsoever how the um, tables turn how the turntables right. there you go there we go office reference Hashtag maybe. michael scott um <laughs> no i think i mean every cheer zone everyone that was uh spectating was like on their a game and yeah. it was it was really really fun to see and especially like in the park too yeah. i don't th- i don't typically shout out like the the spectators in the park oh, but yeah. they were like starting a tunnel yeah i know like it probably wasn't the best for all the runners but sure. it was literally like a tunnel of people yeah as you go down cat hill oh, um yeah. and so everyone was yelling at the runner like they were right in their face it was yeah. it was fucking awesome that's really fun did either of you um accidentally or intentionally shoulder check a spectator that was just in a spot that you well maybe not you do you have something you want to tell uh you can tell the story (laughs) but i've got a i've got a you go first because mine's gonna be worse well bedford ave yeah with all the parklets um which by the way i missed bandit and feeny i was that's also bad bad space water stop you probably got some water you were prioritizing hydration were they on the left side they were on the right right side but across from a water stop oh so you were probably in in survival mode yeah Yeah. don't worry about it i was um but i had at this moment so i'm running with thomas i turn around again kind of through like the mars like about to like cross over marcy intersection i think does yeah. that yep. cross over much yeah. yeah and um i turn around because i'm going to a water station i'm telling thomas that i'm going to the one on the left because it was empty and i turn around and nick fung and jake burke are behind me and i'm like what are you guys doing back there like so then in my mind i thought i had a gone out too hot and then extra too hot to the fact that I overtook whatever pace they were going, yeah. which was much faster what, than what I had intended. So I was very confused. But then I ran with them, and they and then this is the second time I lost Thomas. And so I ran with them for a minute. That Morton that we shared, like, really gave me some extra juice, and I, like, was able to hang on to them. Um, and then I saw some friends on Bedford Ave, but this it was already so narrow that this woman and I could see her like I'm always like locking eyes with people who I think I might collide with. And she's just like this. Love and I'm that. like, hands what? Yeah, oh, sorry. Hands on <laughs> hips, extra sharp elbows and like looking obviously not at me looking for someone. And so I just had to stick my arm out Hell like yeah. right into maybe like where her bicep connects to her shoulder and I just moved her and I I didn't turn around to see what happened but I was just like yo like you can't like she was visibly out in there if you're noticing that in a crowd of thousands yeah come probably on. in the way come yeah. on lady yeah she was in the way she was a younger woman um with what looked to be a fun alcoholic brunch 
beverage in her hand and like love that for you but also like (laughs) i gotta go and like you gotta move so like maybe just be a little bit more aware if you're one of us is gonna get run over one of us is gonna keep moving and the other one is gonna get moved so um but yeah it was it was fine i think i kept having these weird scary moments of like oh my god the spectators that run across the street oh yeah and i'm like am i gonna collide are they gonna like see me because at that point i was just like i need to run off of this momentum that's taking me and if i stop and go at this point without a planned stop and go in my head that could be catastrophic so i don't, I don't know how people like maneuver across it's the, frogger the lanes. i mean like you're you have to pick the right moment yeah and there's usually crowd support with that like we're kind of. like in the right places where people are like like holding people back and like looking like yeah. there was a there was a moment i think in uh at the Bronx 10 mile where, where somebody actually helped an older elderly gentleman like yeah. cross the way and oh, like nice. everyone like cheered like yeah. like it's like a runner went by but it's it's dicey out there. it's dicey yeah. yeah that's the right word so rambunctious and dicey. dicey yeah a little dicey what's your story uh well the one that came i have two because there's one with the dirty bird or what you were saying which ties to me for dirty birds with the course uh the way that it was my like almost running into people i think i like i i get like very um hot-headed's not the right thing but i'm like a very passive human being that like will be more like aggressive when I'm running. Mm, I get like mm-hmm. I yell at bikers all the time, Same. which I just like don't do that by nature. But if right. I'm running and someone tries to pick a fight with me, yeah. like I'm gonna yell back at you. Oh, That's yeah. just like how it should go, in my opinion. If you're being an asshole, I'm gonna be an asshole right back. Yep. Um but the way the course goes is like the the bottom of the bridge people intersect at mile like three and a half into the main course and you take that hard right. I can't remember what street that is, but it's the hard right where you're like going towards Dumba or downtown Brooklyn and yeah. then oh, like yeah. whatever big street that I is. I think it's Flatbush. Yeah. No. Uh, oh, Lafayette? It's probably Lafayette. Oh, I yeah, yeah, don't yeah. remember yeah. what that first street But it's three and a half. By, by Whole Foods? No, it's like no, very it's early. Oh, it's three and a half. It's, oh. on the fourth, it's on the fourth Ave. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. it's on the fourth yeah. Ave. And it, it's just like you take a hard right. And yeah. granted, like I also had the awareness during this moment because I saw it happening for a while kind of what I was saying like I went out hard there was one person in my corral who went out harder than I did but I was the second person coming through and I'm like coming in fast and needing to take a hard right and everyone that's on that corner has just done what spectators do which is like subconsciously or not just drift into the middle of the road to get closer to the runners and I'm just like yo tangents baby like I'm trying to run short distance right now and they were like so I like was yelling for maybe like five seconds like I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. And, like, at the last second, they look up and, like, kind of jump out of the way. But I had also avoided them. Right. Uh, so I didn't run into them. And then the funny one, in hindsight, was the corner that you were shooting, Dave. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I, it was sketchy. It was sketchy. And, like, same situation where I thought I was going to run into a photographer there. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, I, I just yeah. thought I was going to run into someone. I don't think it was you in the end. But I remember were... thinking that I was close to someone, uh, which was just funny. Yeah, so I was behind. I was behind the barrier. That was mile around mile eight. I was behind the barrier, and I I think the the elite men went by, and Galen like I was like even behind yeah, the barrier. Like even almost, behind the barrier, yeah. Galen almost hit me. Oh shit! So I was like I stepped back another foot yeah. behind the barrier because it was just that you, people were taking the tangents that close. Oh, I see. What and you're there saying. were other people around there. Around where them. It was like yeah. I was uncomfortable. Oh my god! <laughs> very, very. 
you were in the action. Yeah. Um, it was fun. Yeah. I think last year Keith Morrison was there, so I thought it was like in my brain I was like, oh, that's the shot that Keith got last year. Uh, but oh, yeah, I, I just remember like almost Keith's running probably into so someone. much better than No, yours were no, really, really good. Dave's okay. got some really good corner shots good. right there. I know, it's a good spot. Um, it's a good spot. Had you scouted really that? Uh, no, I, I had tried to go, I was setting up our Feeney, um, oh, right, right. thing. So I had tried to get actually down the, I wanted to start at mile three or four. Oh, cool. I couldn't get down there in time. So yeah. I just called an audible and just like, okay, yeah. I know there's a corner. Everyone loves a good corner shot. Yep. I'll be the corner guy yeah. for now. Cause you get cool angles at the corner. You do. And yeah. I yeah. do think in everyone who I almost ran into his defense there, I think like you can get very close to like one, the barrier, but I also think you're almost like on the sidewalk like there's a bit of sidewalk that you can maybe run across yeah. and just like in my brain i'm looking at them like oh i can go like really tight uh and it's probably off the course like it's probably technically like there's no way if you run spectators. the tangent that yeah. close that you're on the course yeah right. definitely not right but it ends up being really cool photos uh so next yeah. year you're gonna run um the way casey Casey Neistat. Neistat did Just, with a little, is it a GoPro? Yeah, What's yeah. he holding? I think he had, I think he used his phone, honestly. Oh, yeah, would think you think ever do that? No, absolutely not. I, uh, if I was racing, I don't think I'd be capable. But Dave and I or have had this conversation. We've had this conversation around Michael Coe, yeah. a.k.a. Kofuzi, who runs every race with a GoPro. Oh. He actually showed up to the Bandit um, pop-up. Uh, and the shakeout. So thanks, Mike, for for stopping by. Yeah, shout out and Kofuzi. and the uh, and the after party. Um, if yeah. you haven't checked out his YouTube channel, it's Kofuzi. Oh yeah, wait, I watched this video. Yeah, Kofuzi yeah, yeah, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. he yeah. reviews amazing shoes and also does a lot of really amazing. Recaps. He did. A, he did a really good time, didn't he? With with the yeah. So that's the thing is he runs so ex- almost exclusively with a GoPro all his okay. races, and okay. he he hits very close to three or sub three. Yeah, I think did he hit sub three yet? Uh, he yes, I yeah. believe he did it in L.A. That's um, right. That's right. Was like a big PR for him, and I but, know he's running CIM in a few weeks. Yeah. As so, well. but oh, he damn. runs with a GoPro, and like he narrates too. Yeah. yeah. So he's like talks to people. No, it's just just to people. He's like that was a 10k mark. I just did like yeah. a 555 split, and I would be like not able to vocalize any right. <laughs> of what he says. Right. But um, yeah. So cool. Next year, yeah. uh, def not doing that because I'm not that talented. But okay. I will, um, as we close out, what are we thinking? How do, how do I mean, I'll, I'll volunteer as tribute and I'll run with the GoPro. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Strap it on. Why not? POV. I think it could be fun. That'd be cool. I could not, maybe cool not. Video. Yeah, no, I'd do it. I'd do it. All I'd right. do it. Well, let's end up positive vibes. Yeah. What are the positive vibes? This positive t- positive, positive takeaways. Oh, boy. Man, it's all been positive, takeaways. but some, some, <laughs> neg- some negative vibes too. Yeah. Dave escaping the cop. Make sure that you're sweaty if you're, no. <laughs> <laughs> sweaty and sliding through. <laughs> Um, no, I think it was just a really cool experience to share in something that we all know is going to be really hard, but was so much harder than I think all of us, we kind of all denied it. So there were like doomsdayers who were like, oh my God, the weather and like the fucking halo chat was just popping off from BKTC. And I'm like, y'all, you cannot just dissect like every fucking 30 seconds how this, like the humidity levels are going to change. Like just come Chill. to terms with it you know and then there were people like you and i who were like eh, it, yeah. might, it could be cool it could be <laughs> fine and you know so like maybe there's a space in between where the smart people live but i think in that like it just forced more people to engage more about it and like you know the conversations are all very similarly and it's like 
like you said, it's like going to battle. And like we all came out alive on the other side. And I think that that is the most positive note that we can have. Like literally we all live to tell the tale, no matter how grueling and epic it was. Yeah, I like that. No, I, I think that there's like a very positive lesson as well about like uh, you, Sasha, and myself as examples. Like you should probably be flexible with your goals a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, there, yeah. There is probably a very good uh, takeaway around that, that like some people had really exciting days, whether it was uh, like placing way higher than they normally would have or just like being able to finish feeling good. Uh, that was super, super smart. I, I continuously, like, I know I joked about, like, it's all been positive. I think that's part of the marathon. Like, you can mm-hmm. have a shit day and you can still walk away from being like, you know what, my training was awesome and, like, it was super fun. It, in terms of the actual positive, I think it, it New York City Marathon is always a reinforcer in my brain of how, uh, as a very biased hometown New Yorker, like, New York is just so much better than everywhere else in terms of like the community is second to none. The marathon itself is just like a a moment where the community like reveals itself in a more public way. Yeah. Uh, And it's so fun every single year. It's so so good. And it's just like, it's so cool to see uh, honestly how much like bigger it's gotten. Like I think five years ago there were maybe like, three cheer zones that were like as energetic as what I felt this year out there. And it's like just cool to see it continuing to grow. Yeah. Um, And like, it also can't get worse than that. I guess. (laughs) I know. Right. It doesn't. It's only up from here. I kept telling people it's not, it's only going to get harder if you design it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you want it to be a super hilly marathon in August, like that's on you. Right. 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 You know? Yeah. um, Yeah. I guess I'll end on uh, what Kimmy from old man run club, uh, who actually paced 425 oh, yeah. group this year really and hit nice. 425.01. Oh, one. On the dot. On the dot. She's Mark. incredible. Um, Shout out she, to What Kim. she told me after my horrible last Chicago, not this last year, the last year, the previous year, was it's always worth it. Mm-hmm. No oh, matter yeah. what. No matter what you go through. Yeah. It's always worth it. Yeah. One there. Always worth it. Love y'all. New York, baby. New York, baby. NYC or nowhere. Yeah. <laughs>